Hello everyone and welcome to my life. My name is Julia and I am the host of this podcast where we talk all things spirituality, law of attraction, how to step into your power, how to not be the victim of your own story, and how to take life by its balls. Hi! Um, I just want to start off by saying remember last week how I was talking about, I don't know how how much I said, but I was saying there's this test or whatever that I was taking and blah, blah, blah for a certificate or whatever. Remember that? Well, I passed. I passed. I passed. So now I'm a certified, NASM certified personal trainer. Clap, clap, clap. I'm clapping. I'm clapping for myself. Um, yeah, I spent the whole week and the whole weekend just studying hard, going over everything, I took the practice test twice before the exam and failed both times. And I was like freaking the fuck out. But then I took the exam. It was easier than the practice test. And I passed. So I'm so excited. So happy. Um, Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today are conspiracy theories part two. Because I did a conspiracy theories episode like a long time ago. um, And I'm doing another one. I think last year is when I did it. Anyway, doesn't matter. So, um, like I said in the other episode, to me, I feel like conspiracy theories, some of them, not all of them, but some of them are true, but people just call them conspiracy theories. So people will be like, oh yeah, this is just some, some made up shit. Like it's not real. Don't believe in it type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, because... They don't want too many people believing in the same thing because when we do, then we form a community and they're strengthening in numbers and we will have more control than they do. And by they, I mean like government, whoever, government society, whoever the fuck is in charge. I don't know. Um, Yeah. So one of them is, do, do you ever notice how alcohol is so heavily marketed to people? But yet, like, other, like, psychedelic drugs are so scrutinized and, like, they look at you and say you're a fucking crackhead if you, like, do shrooms or something like that. I'm not saying, I'm not condoning the use of drugs. I'm not recommending the use of drugs. I'm not saying you should go and do shrooms. You should go and do this and that and that. I'm just saying it's an observation, okay? Disclaimer for the whole thing. Uh, the whole episode today and yeah like in every movie that you see in every show that you watch in a lot of commercials they're always like you know having a glass of wine uh they show social in every social situation they show on tv there's always alcohol involved um they they say oh i'm i'm unwinding with a glass of wine or some alcohol like some whiskey or something and it's like why do you think that's so heavily marketed to you? I have a theory. My theory is because... Did you hear my stomach? Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, um, my theory is that they do that because... So alcohol is a depressant. Alcohol uh, can lead to addiction depending on how you use it and your type of personality. Um, alcohol can just take you out of your body. And when you're out of your body, other things and other beings 
have a chance to take over your body, in my opinion. Okay, this whole thing is my opinion. So take everything that I say here with a grain of salt. This is what I think. This is how I see things. So thank you for being open and just, you know, but take everything I say with a grain of salt and apply it to your life how it best fits for you. Um, yeah, like, and they just glamorize alcohol so much when it's literally poison. It's literally poison. Alcohol is poison. It messes up your organs. It just makes you just be so unaware of your surroundings. It makes you be so unaware of your own body. Like, you can't even walk straight because you can't control yourself. You can't even think straight because it messes with everything. And people, like, they they market alcohol as something like, oh, it's a social thing. Use it in social situations and use it to unwind after, like, a hard day of work and and. What do people do? Sometimes, a lot of people have stressful jobs or a lot of people don't like their jobs. So what do they do? They come home and use alcohol as an escape because you drink it, you get a little buzzed, you start to feel happy, you start to feel like, woo, you know, and you, you keep chasing that feeling because that's what feels good to you. That makes you forget about all of the quote unquote problems that you have. It makes you forget about everything in your life that you're unhappy with, right? So you keep doing it and doing it and doing it because you're chasing that feeling of forgetting everything and then just not focusing on everything that you think is wrong with your life, right? You just step away from your body and you think you're happier, but you're not because now you're depending on something to make you feel a certain way instead of getting to the root of the problem, which is things in your life that you're unhappy with, you know? And a lot of people feel like they're not in control of their lives. They're, they feel like they have no choice. And so they feel like I need to cope with my life instead of I can change my life. I can change and adjust things that I don't like. They feel like they have to cope. And how do they cope with alcohol? Why? Because society tells you alcohol is a social thing. It brings people together, community, blah, 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 all this bullshit. Alcohol is poison. And now, I'm not going to say I never had alcohol. I'm not going to say, like, I never, like, drank alcohol. I don't drink alcohol now. I, in college, was the first time that, like, I actually started drinking. And, like, at least freshman year, I was drinking heavy. Like, every time I would go out, I would drink. Because, you know, I used to think, oh, not I used to think. Like, you know, college culture is you pregame before you go out to a party. So college, what, what does college have on the weekends? Parties. So what do you do before a party? You pregame. What's involved in pregames? Alcohol. So what do you do? You drink every weekend. See how like one thing leads to the other and keeps leading to the other until it's a, like low-key a problem. I was never dependent on it, thank God, because um, I never I never liked the taste of alcohol. Um, so I was never dependent on it. Um, And yeah, but I was like definitely abusing it because I would drink to get drunk. I wouldn't drink to feel a little buzzed. I would drink to get drunk. Um, And that was just really bad for me. Thank God I never like got like violently hungover. Like I don't think I ever, I think 
I only got hungover like once in my life. And considering like how much I would drink, I don't know how that happened. But yeah. Um, And then I slowly started, like even after college, not after college, but like when the because I don't want to say the word because I don't know if it like flags it on podcast. So, you know, the when the panoramic happened, um, you know what I'm talking about, hopefully. The thing that shut down the world, you know, when that whole thing happened, um, I wasn't going like my school is virtual. So I was still in college, but I was like living at home. And so what my friends and I would do, we would just drink with each other. And that was so bad for like for me personally, because I would just drink so much just because we had like a little get together with each other you know nothing like nothing crazy everyone was like isolated like you know we were following the rules we were just basically only hanging out with each other um but yeah that that time too I was drinking a lot um not like drinking a lot in like party-ish get-together situations you know not like oh yeah, I'm tired today. Let me go take a couple shots by myself. No, it was never like that. Um, but yeah. And then it, I just stopped and I was thinking and I was like, why am I drinking? I don't even like how this tastes. Like I literally dread taking shots, but I just do it. Why would I do it? Why would I force myself to drink something that I don't like the taste of and that doesn't make me feel good? And it's like, I never force feed myself stuff that I don't like to eat. So why would I force myself to drink something that I don't like the taste of, that I don't like the feeling of? And I think I was just, I don't know if it was an escape for me. I don't think it was ever an escape for me because I was never like, oh my God, I need to drink so I could like relax. It was more like, I want to get in a party mood, so let me drink. Um, And yeah, I never, I never really liked that. And then after I turned 21, um, I turned 21 in the middle of, you know, the panoramic. So what bars am I going to go to, to get like actual mixed drinks? You know, this took a turn. Sorry about conspiracy theories. Anyway. Um, sorry. Um, yeah, like it's just when I turned, like when I turned 21, everything was still closed. I turned 21 in the middle of it in 2020 so like I couldn't really do much go anywhere so now what I do is I do not take shots because I don't like how it tastes the last time I took a shot was I went to an all-girls like party thing with one of my cousins and we took one shot and that was it and I hated it (laughs) I hated it um but that was the last time I took a shot that was like couple months ago um but yeah like now if I do drink it'll be like a mixed drink or like one shot max and I don't drink to like get myself ready for something for like a party or to get myself in like the mood for you know because one I don't like how it tastes so why am I forcing myself to drink it and two um like damn I forgot what I was gonna say what the heck one, I don't like how, what did I say before that? My goodness. Guys, it's 1.33 a.m. when I'm recording this. I just took a shower and I was getting ready and I was like, oh shit, tomorrow's Sunday, 9 a.m. I gotta put an episode out. Um, anyway, irrelevant. But yeah, 
now. Like, the most I'll drink is, like, a mixed drink if I go somewhere, but, like, I don't go anywhere. Um, yeah. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. I don't, like, drink anymore to get me in the mood of, like, for partying or to get me in, like, a, you know, any type of mood. Because I want to experience things as sober Julia. Because I never experienced that. Like, I don't think I've ever, like, since college. Because before college, obviously, uh, no alcohol. Um, but since college, um, oh, don't underage drink. Don't underage drink. I'm not condoning that, okay? Please be responsible. Follow the, follow, you know, be responsible. Um, yeah, like, I want to experience things as Julia, sober Julia, in my body, Julia. I don't want to, like, have this persona that I have when I drink to be the one experiencing everything for me you know I don't want to wake up and then forget what happened I don't want to I mean I only fully blacked out once but like sometimes when I drink or used to drink I would miss chunks of stuff like I wouldn't remember um but yeah like I just realized that it wasn't good for me it wasn't good for my body. It wasn't good for my mind. It wasn't, it's just not good. It's poison. Alcohol is poison. So, like, consume it responsibly. Know what it is that you're doing. Know that what it is that it's doing to you and to your body. Don't just do it because everyone else is doing it because I definitely did that. Um, I feel like your environment and the people you hang around is also like it also plays a huge role in that because if if everyone around you is drinking you're gonna be like well I might as well don't be a trendsetter okay if you don't want to drink don't fall for the peer pressure just don't do it do what's best for you always um but yeah back to the episode and conspiracy theories I feel like they promote alcohol so much because it takes you out of your body it takes you away from your purpose in a little bit um, it just keeps you trapped. Um, like, you know how they call, like, spirits? Like, spirits, right? Like, some type of alcohol. Because you literally get, you're welcoming beings in, into your body, into your life, into your, you know, self. Because alcohol lowers your vibration. When your vibration is low, other beings have more chances of inviting themselves into you and I hope this isn't scary I mean it should be like a wake-up call but I hope it's I'm not like scaring you too bad you know um but yeah and it's funny because they criminalize other drugs that actually enhance your consciousness but Drugs like alcohol are glamorized, and drugs like cocaine even sometimes are glamorized. Why? Because cocaine is a rich people drug. So you think, oh, I want to be like the cool kids. I want to be like the rich people. And what do rich? a lot of rich people do? Not rich people. Because, okay, I'll say what I'm going to say, and then I'll, like, explain it. Like, you're, like... I want to be like the rich people. So what what are some rich people activities? Not all, but some. 
cocaine. So what do I do with cocaine? Like, look at the Wolf of Wall Street movie. They literally glamorized cocaine the whole movie. Like, they made it seem like, yeah, like, let's bro out, do some cocaine, and then get mad work done, and then get super rich, and like, you know? And the disclaimer that I was gonna um, say was, don't look at rich people as like these big bad people, because then if you do want to become rich, you subconsciously will stop yourself from that because you don't, you, if you have this negative idea of who rich people are, then subconsciously you're not going to want to become rich because you're not going to be want to be like those people that you have an idea of. Money isn't good or bad. <clears throat> Money is neutral. It's what people do. It's people that are good and or bad. And I feel like money just enhances who you are. If you're a good person and you get a lot of money, you will do good things with that money. But if you're a bad person and you get a lot of money, you might do bad things with that money. You know, money is neutral. It's the people that do bad stuff sometimes with money. And I say that to say, like, you know how I said, like, oh, rich people, what do rich people do? They do cocaine. To say, like, don't get this idea in your head that like all rich people do cocaine and that means rich people are bad and that means I don't want to be rich because I don't want to be like them no that's not what I'm saying that's not the idea I want you to have but anyway yeah like um for a long time um my opinion on Miss MJ uh weed uh changed a little bit because I also used to smoke weed and then I stopped because I started abusing it um but when I was using it properly I feel like it just made me a little more connected like it made me more aware and more present is what I'm what I want to say but I feel like it just became bad for me because I was abusing it. And, like, it was just making me really lazy. Like, I just wouldn't do anything, wouldn't take proper care of myself. And it was kind of making me feel bad about myself because I wasn't taking proper care of myself. So I stopped because of that, because it wasn't being good for me anymore. But, again, like I said, like, you got to use – this is how you knowing yourself comes into play, like – you have to know yourself enough to know when it is that you're abusing something, when it is that something isn't good for you, and adjust and take the necessary actions to, you know, course correct. Use everything in moderation. Use everything properly. And once something starts being bad for you or stops doing you good, adjust. Maybe cut it out. Maybe stop it. Maybe take a break. Whatever's best for you. Me, personally, I stopped at least for the time being um but yeah but I'm saying also like I remember people would just see like hippies and then just think they're drug addicts well maybe this is just my experience but like just think they're like drug addicts because you know they're always like smoking weed and doing shrooms and they're always like um doing this woo woo shit like you know and then people just start saying like oh they're they're look at those crackheads because to me hippies are like 
um, this episode is taking a turn. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, but here we are. Uh, um, to me, like, what I see a hippie as, not all of them, obviously, but in my view of people, like, I think I'm a little hippie, you know? Because I think hippies are the people that are, like, fucking walking barefooted on the grass, like, med- sitting there meditating in public, like... I, I went hiking to to a vortex in Arizona and I was sitting down fucking meditating. To me, that's a hippie move. Like, you know what I mean? Like doing like stuff like that, like doing stuff that connects you more with yourself, with nature, with the universe. And people don't understand that. So they always want to label something that they don't understand as bad when it's not. It's just not for you. And if it's not for you, that's okay. Just don't criticize other people for not doing something that you're doing. Because everyone is here on their own path, their own journey, and just because your journey doesn't look like theirs doesn't mean theirs is wrong. It's just their journey specific to them, and you shouldn't judge them, and you shouldn't judge yourself either. Um, But yeah, um, I spoke about this conspiracy theory before, like during the first episode, but I'm going to touch on it again because... Oh, it's one of my, f- I just like this one. It's not really a, like a conspiracy theory, but like, I don't know. You'll see when I talk about it. So I think that the media shows us the opposite of what things are. So what I mean by this is, you know how um, like in movies or shows or like even like cartoons and stuff, they show witches as these like, skinny creatures that are basically like skin and bones that have like moles all over their face a big skinny long nose they were black like the big hat and shit like that and they just look like really ugly and creepy why because they want people that watch that which is literally everyone to think that witches are bad witches are evil and of course some might be but I don't think witches are bad I think witches are just people that have, that are a little more connected, a little more aligned, people that um, have more ancestral guidance and are more connected with their ancestors and more connected with the universe. And so they know they have different powers than other people might have. Um, But that's not what society wants you to think. Because they, they want you to think that those are bad. Remember, like, the witch hunts and how they would, like, literally hunt them and kill them? Why? Because these people were good. These people had powers that the ones in control didn't want everyone to have access to. So they re- literally tried to get rid of all of them. And so another way to, like, make you, like, instill fear in you is by portraying them in a negative light by portraying them as something evil something you should be scared of something you should run away from you know um another thing I kind of think mermaids are real but I don't think mermaids are like the pretty Ariel you know like the pretty pretty girl with the red hair and the green tail and she's so cute and skinny I don't think that's what they look like I think they look scary I think they look scary ugly monster-y in a way 
Um, but I think, and this is what I'm saying, like, I think they portray stuff as the opposite. Like, things that sometimes they show are, like, really good are not bad, but, like, are the opposite. Like, things that they show as beautiful, I think, are scary looking. Some things. And then things that they show as scary looking, I think, are more normal and more beautiful. Um, like, like the mermaid thing, for example. Like, I don't know. And the whole, I talked about this before too, but like, the whole, we don't know what's in the ocean. I don't believe that shit. Because if you, if fucking, isn't it Elon... Isn't it Elon Musk that's trying to go to Mars? But yeah, if he can fucking go to, like, try to go to Mars, you don't think they made stuff to explore the ocean that's on Earth? Yeah, they, they claim that it's too deep and they can't get down there because they don't have the proper equipment, but yet you can go into outer space. I'm sorry, that just does not make sense to me. That just never sat right with me. Um, I think... They, they did discover more of the ocean or explore more of the ocean than they're telling us. Um, and they did find something there that they don't want anyone else to know about. Also, another thing, um, isn't it in Alaska or Antarctica that, like, people literally can't fly over there? I think they're hiding something there or they discover something there that they don't want people to see. Like, I just, I don't trust. I don't trust. Um. But yeah, um, another thing, I think we are all a lot more powerful than, than we think we are. Like, we're a lot more connected. We have a lot more superpowers, if you will. Not like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like shoot lightning out of my hands. Not, not like that, but like, we're more connected. We are a lot more in control than we think we are. Like, the whole thing with manifestation, visualization, our brains are powerful. We can call in things that are just so powerful. And I think they never teach us to explore that because if they do, they will no longer be able to control us. Because if we realize how powerful we are, how special we are, we will never want to go back to how things were. We will never be like, oh yeah, I'm going to sit at a desk from nine to five and do work for a company. We're not going to do that. And I think they do that on purpose, like not teach us who we are and make us and do more things that intentionally make us forget who we are so that we don't ever discover how powerful and how special we are. Because if we do, we will no longer be able to be controlled. And then society, capitalism, the government will all collapse because the government, society and capitalism only works because people follow it. We're literally living in someone's imagination. Someone was literally like, hmm, the sun is rising at this time. Maybe this time should be called 6 a.m. And then when the sun is up high, it should be called noon. And then when the sun is setting, maybe like 8 o'clock. I'm, I'm talking summer times, like summer times according to like the sun. Because obviously during the winter, the sun doesn't set at 8 o'clock. But like, you know what I mean? I feel like some someone invented time. Someone literally invented money. Someone invented, okay, let's go to work now. Someone invented war. Someone invented everything. Everything that we are living in now is a product of someone's imagination. And it only works because everyone agreed to go along. This is all a fucking game. <laughs> You're living in someone's imagination. So why can't you live in yours? 
why is it that you blindly trust someone else's imagination, but you don't blindly trust yours? Why is it that you you put your trust in a in a like in the government, but you don't put it in yourself? You know, I don't know. And then I feel like the whole thing of like judgment and beauty standards and all this and that were created to again keep us in a lower vibration, keep us trapped in in how we are, keep us trying to be like like our neighbors, like the next person, keep us trying to be the same, look the same, do the same things, own the same things, because that's another way of controlling us. That's another way of keeping us trapped so the system can work. Because if we're not competing with each other, we will be working with each other. And when we work with each other, we are too powerful. We cannot be controlled. Everything will collapse. Because no one will follow what we follow now. I don't know, man. I do know, but, like, I think that that's, like, there's no better way to put it. And it's so fucked up because I don't think, at least in my lifetime, I would love to see us coming together and, like, actually living how we were supposed to live. But I don't think that's going to happen, in, at least not in my lifetime, which is just, it's so sad. Like, I just i just wish it would happen in, in at least my lifetime. I would love to see that, but I don't think it will. Because humans came to this earth to be one with nature, to be one with the universe, to be one with each other. Because we are all one. We are the universe experiencing itself. We are all experiencing ourselves through other people as well. Because everyone and everything plays a part in this experience that we agreed to come down to earth to have. All of these lessons that we agreed to come down to earth to experience. Everyone plays a role in that. Everyone plays a role in your growth. Everyone plays a role in your development. Everyone plays a role in how your story plays out. Yet we think we're not connected. We think, oh, I'm better than you. You're better than me. We think everything is a competition when it's not. We're all one. And sadly, people don't see that. They don't agree with that because we all want to, a lot of people, not we all, but a lot of people want to be better than the next. Because everything, to some people, is a big competition, which is just sad. Like, we're literally meant to be on this earth barefoot, eating from the trees. Another thing, in America, they, (laughs) do you notice how, I don't know if you've been to, like, another country. Literally just go to Hawaii, right? Um, If you go to Hawaii, you will see that there are a lot of female trees. What are female trees? There are, they are fruit bearing trees. So you drive anywhere and you will see trees with fruits in them just everywhere, literally everywhere. Why? Mm, Because Hawaii, yes, it's part of the US, but look into the history of Hawaii. I'm not gonna get into it now. America, the United States literally stole Hawaii, killed, their princess and took Hawaii. Just let that sink in. Killed their beloved princess and took Hawaii along with their people. You should look into the story and educate yourself. Um, but yeah, in Hawaii, 
there's a lot of female trees. In the United States, mainland, right? North America, minus Canada. There's no female trees. It's all male trees that have pollen. And what does pollen do? Give people allergies. What do you do when you have allergies? You're just sick, staying at home. Uh, Sometimes it's really bad that you need to go to the hospital. What do you do when you're in the hospital? You take pills. And what do pills do? They fund the whole hospital system, the hospital business, because it's a business. They don't really care about how you feel. They care about keeping you sick because you are a customer. You are not a patient. And what do what do customers do? They always go back. What do what do patients do? They get cured and leave. You're not a patient, you are a customer because they want you to keep going back. They want you to stay sick so you keep going back. Why do you think there's so much processed food? Why do you think some ingredients that are in America are banned in other countries because they don't give a shit about our health? Because the goal is not to have a healthy society, a healthy population. The goal is to have addiction, addicted people, an addicted society, a society that is either addicted to alcohol, addicted to junk food, addicted to medicine, because all of those things lead to one place. You go to the hospital to try to get better, right? But you won't get better because you will get sicker and sicker and sicker because you are a customer. You are not a patient. I um, had this analogy for my mom yesterday that I will um, use on you guys too because I really liked it. So say you split your arm open, right? You have a big cut. Um, You can go to the hospital and they can do one of two things. They can either stitch you up and then you'll be good. You won't have to go back because they'll stitch you up. The cut will like, you know, seal itself. Like, you know, your skin will heal. Uh, where where it was cut and like everything will go back to normal you're good go home you're fine you don't have to go back there ever again because your cut will be healed maybe you'll have a scar but that's it but the hospital doesn't do that why because that way they only profit off of you once you only go there pay them once so what does it do it gives you a band-aid they're like oh yeah this band-aid is gonna like be really good for you but you have to change it every day okay so i'm gonna give you like five band-aids so when when that's done the band-aid is what it's gonna you know take away the pain you're not gonna like be bleeding the whole time because the cut won't be open you know it'll just you know seal it for a little bit for for however long you keep the band-aid on but remember you have to change your band-aid every day and they only gave you five so then you pay for the five ba- those five band-aids, you go home, you, you know, do what they told you. You change your band-aid every day. And then it's like day four, you're like, oh shit, I only have one left. I got to go back and get some more. You go back to the hospital, you pay for five more band-aids. Come back home, change your band-aid every day. But what they fail to tell you is that there's a permanent fix. The permanent fix is I could just stitch you up and you go home and you're good. You don't have to come back for more band-aids because you won't need them anymore. But they don't tell you that. They don't. Why? Because they want you to keep going back. The more you go back, the more money you spend there, and you will keep going back. And you will keep paying for those band-aids for however long until you either wake up, die, say, fuck it, I'm just going to live with this cut on my hand for the, for the whole life, for my whole life, or keep going, or until you just keep going back and back and back for the rest of your life. That is what the hospital system is in my opinion remember this whole thing is my opinion please (laughs) um yeah and 
it's fucked up because you go to the hospital thinking these people are trained professionals. They know better than I do. I should trust them with my life because they went to school for this and, you know, the whole do no harm. I mean, technically, they're not doing any harm. They're just, you know, delaying the process, prolonging the suffering. But technically, they're not inflicting harm on you. They're just prolonging the hurt that you already feel, the pain you're already in. They just give you quick fixes instead of telling you how to heal the problem at its core, how to fix the issue, the root cause of the issue so it doesn't come back. They don't do that. They just, t- they just want you to keep going back because it's a business. And what do businesses want to do? They want to keep getting money because if they don't get money, they will go bankrupt. They will go out of business. They will have to close down eventually. They don't want to do that. The hospital system is a business. You are a customer because say someone is obese, right? They tell you instead of telling you, okay, Go home, exercise, eat healthier. This is what you should do, blah, 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 blah. What do they do? Maybe they could be like, oh, yeah, I'll give you some weight loss pills. Or, you know what, I'll just shrink your stomach. But if you don't treat the root cause of the issue, which is your bad eating habits, your bad exercise habits, your bad lifestyle habits, what are you going to do? You're you're just going to go right back to where you were because they keep giving you these quick fixes. Instead of treating the problem at, a, at the root. Because if they treat the problem at the root, then you will know how to heal yourself. You will know how to fix yourself. You will not need them anymore. You will not need to keep going back to them and giving your money, your time, your life to them. A lot of us are enslaved by the hospital system because a lot of people depend on pills. They think they need these pills to survive. Why? Because the hospitals are telling you that this is what you need when it's not. You can heal yourself with food a lot of the time. Obviously, not every illness is the same. Not every person is the same. Not every situation is the same. But a lot of the time, you can heal yourself with food, with proper exercise, with lifestyle changes. You got to take care of your physical health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, financial health. If you're educated in all those five areas, you will be golden. But what what is it starts with the school? Like, what does it do? You don't take care of your physical health because nobody showed you how, right? Like, even in, in school, at least every gym teacher that I had, my gym teacher in middle school, what was he? He was not like overweight and always had a pizza in his hand telling us to run around. Why would I listen to you? about health issues why would I listen to you in health class when you're not even healthy what do you have to teach me lead by example if you're giving like if you're showing me something bad why would I listen to you what credibility do you have none that's one thing uh financial health they don't teach you shit in school what y equals mx plus b how am i going to use that in my life why don't you why don't you teach me how to do my taxes why don't you teach me how to invest why don't you teach me about real life stuff that i need why don't you teach me about 401k's why don't you teach me why don't you teach me about nutrition why don't you teach me about how to properly take care of my body how to how to read a nutrition label why don't you treat 
te- God, why don't you teach me how to meditate? Why don't you why don't you teach me how to take care of my mental health? Why don't you teach me the resources that are out there for me when maybe if I'm depressed, maybe if I'm anxious? Why is it that your first thing is to shove pills down my throat instead of teaching me how to meditate to control my anxiety, how to practice gratitude to control my depression, how to journal so I can be more present and get a hold of my anxiety and my depression, how to maybe even participate in a sound bath meditation, how to even go on YouTube, like the the power of sound healing, the power of meditation, the power of journaling, the power of gratitude. Why isn't that taught? Why is it that it's so hard for me to go out and look for that? Like, why is it that it's on me to go out and look for that information for myself when that should all be taught in schools? What is school for? They fill your head with like these history lessons to teach you about what happened in the past because they claim that they don't want you to repeat the past. It's a lie. They want you to do exactly what happened in the past. Look at what's happening now. We're going back in time. Look at Roe v. Wade. (laughs) Women are losing their rights again. And it hasn't been that long, guys. It has not been that long. Look at slavery. Slavery still exists. You're not chained to a person being asked to pick cotton, but you're chained to a corporation. You're chained to your desk for nine to five, which is really isn't nine to five. It's nine to six. You're still a slave. It just looks different. It has a different face. So you think things are better because they're, they're different now, but they're not. They're the same. They just change the mask that they put on. You have to be aware of everything. You have to stay educated. Question every single thing. Question every information that people give you. Do not give your blind trust to corporations, to hospitals, to people. Eh, maybe scratch the people part. But like, do not give your blind trust to corporations that don't even give a shit about you. Because do you think the big company that you work for cares about you? You you can quit or get fired and they will have a replacement for you tomorrow. You think the hospital system cares about you? You die and guess what? They have another customer coming in through the door. Two seconds later. You think the school system cares about you? You graduate, they have another set of kids coming in to fill your, your seat, to take your seat and fill your spot. You really have to question stuff instead of just blindly following and you have to realize how special you are how powerful you are there's a lot of good resources on youtube you can look up different meditations you can look up sound baths um a thing that i'm gonna do is i have a singing bowl singing bowl oh my gosh a sound bowl (laughs) i have a sound bowl and i'm gonna record just it you know, just the sound for, I don't know, however long until my arm gets tired. Um, And I'm just going to put that on here um, in case you maybe you don't trust YouTube. And then maybe hopefully you trust me Um, because sometimes I don't know, like um, sometimes I'm wary with certain meditations. I try to do meditations with people that I trust Um, I trust the vibe that I get from the person because you don't know what you're inviting into yourself. 
into your being, into your reality once you're in that trans state, right? So hopefully you do trust me um, and I will put that on here. Like no intro, no conclusion, no talking, just the sound um, to help you if you if you do want to listen and relax and just meditate with it and take it in um, besides the point. There's a lot of great resources on YouTube that you can learn from. You can get books to educate yourself. There's a really great book. Um, I'm going to link it, not link it, but like write the name and stuff below that teaches you how to basically treat certain conditions that you might have, like certain illnesses that you might have. It teaches you how to naturally heal it with foods and vitamins rather than going to the hospital and getting a poison pill and shoving that shit down your throat. There's, you can learn on, learn more on nutrition. Don't even get me started on birth control, but you can learn how to naturally track your cycle. In my opinion, birth control is poison, but obviously take the necessary precautions because if you're on birth control, you probably do not want a child. So do what's best for you. If you think that is the best situ- the best case, the best option for you, then go with what you think is best for you. Okay? I don't want you to be like, oh my gosh, I got off birth control because Julia said it was poison and now I'm fucking pregnant. <laughs> Girl, person that is able to get pregnant, that is not what I'm saying, okay? Um, yeah. Take everything with a grain of salt. Do not trust these big corporations because you are just another number. You are just another statistic. They do not care about you, even if they say they do, okay? Learn for yourself. Seek the information for yourself. Either read books, watch documentaries, watch YouTube videos. There's a lot of people that have really great information to share. You just have to be willing to learn. You just have to be willing to search for it, okay? You are in control. You have the power. Take control of your life. Take control of your health. Take control of yourself. Okay? I think I'm done. <laughs> um, I love talking about stuff like this. I just love talking about stuff like this. Um, so I just talked to you guys about it because, uh, yeah. I mean, I talked to my cousin about it too, but I just left her house. Anyway, besides the point. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode gave you a lot of insight into my brain and I hope it made you start to question little things, which I think everyone should be doing. Question every single thing. Be like a a seven-year-old, but why, but why, but why, why this, why that? Literally for everything. Don't let people beat that out of you. Like they beat it out of little kids, their inquisitive nature, their curious minds. Do not let people beat that out of you. Get it back. Get more in touch with your inner child yeah another thing I said I was done but another thing they don't teach you about the power of healing from your trauma they they just teach you how to put it away they don't teach you about how to how to ask for help if you're depressed they don't teach you that but what do they do they cry about they cry at your funeral when if you know you decide to unalive yourself 
they never teach you the preventative actions to take when you are looking and trying to get better. They just fix the situation once it's happened or deal with the situation after it happens. They don't teach you that type 2 diabetes, diabetes can be reversed with food because it's caused by food. They don't teach you that. They just tell you, take a pill, take this insulin shot for the rest of your life. Because again, you are a customer, okay? Anyway, this is definitely not the last episode that I will, you know, have on conspiracy theory items. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Remember, you are powerful. You are in control. This is your life. You do whatever you want with it. Failure does not exist, okay? Failure does not exist. It is a man-made concept to make to keep you trapped in thinking, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to venture out. I'm not going to try because I could fail. And if you don't try, you just do what you think you're supposed to, which is often times something that does not make you happy but something that does keep you trapped try everything failure is a redirect redirection okay you cannot fail you can only learn in life there are only lessons not failures lessons because if you do something you realize it doesn't work you didn't fail you learn not to do it again okay now i'm actually done i know i saw that before but i'm actually done now Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to me. I appreciate you more than you know. If you ever need advice, need to talk to me about anything, you can message me or email me on wtml.podcast11 at gmail.com or wtml. Hold on. I forgot the Instagram again. My goodness. I have a podcast Instagram. Give me like 30 seconds. It is called wtml underscore podcast on instagram you can message me on there um if you ever need anything ever want to talk about anything i'm always here always open to it so um thank you have fun have a good night or good morning or good afternoon whenever you're listening to this be on the lookout for the next the singing bowl Sound bowl, my goodness, sound, sound bowl, not singing bowl, sound bowl, uh, meditation thing. Um, I don't know when I will post it because I am in the process of moving. Uh, so yeah, I might post it for next week and have that be the episode because I will be on vacation. I will be in California going to national parks. Um, anyway, okay, 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 bye. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'll see you next week. Bye.